What is up, guys? It's Tech Yeah Games. I'm Tony, your host, here with Leo, my amazing co-host. Glad to be here, yet again. This is going to be a pretty exciting episode. Are you, are you pretty excited, Leo? You know, I really am. It's been a long week, and I've been looking forward to this. I've been looking forward to it, too. In, the, in these current times, I think yeah. any opportunity to, like, uh, you know, have, have a conversation a, with a human. A, yeah, have a bro sesh and kind of chat some <laughs> games. I'll take it, you know, yeah. so uh, I've been pretty excited, too. Uh, we got some uh, some epic game store news. As usual, they're just always in the news. They are. It's kind of crazy. News. It's like they just yeah. Well, I guess that's what they want though, right? Yeah. Although it's some... not always not always in the news for the right reasons, but I think it's like never the right reasons. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I it's been a it's... while. It's been a while since they've been like, oh, they did something good. I mean, I think it usually sounds good on paper, but uh, we got a little bit of Valorant news to talk about. But before. We dig into these huge stories, just giant, gigantic stories. <laughs> big uh, ones. Real yeah, big ones. You know, it's this current era of gaming news is just insane. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about what we played this week. Leo, what have you been playing this week? Oh, this week was a good one. I played a bunch of Dead Space 2. What? Yeah, you remember I, I, I was playing the first Dead Space and I beat mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's very good. It's... Um, very interesting. It came out right after Resident Evil 4, so it's very it does a lot of cool stuff that Resident Evil 4 did and it does a lot better too like you can shoot while you walk. Uh stuff that we totally take for granted now but was sort of new at the time. Uh and it looked great. The story was pretty cool. It's very spooky. The second one is very good. It's very cool. It looks amazing for the time. I think it was 2011 it came out in. So it still looks good. Again, I'm playing on PC, so that probably helps. Just cuz the textures are all a little sharper. But uh, one thing, and and it's still quite scary. Now you're on like this whole giant space station instead of just a ship. So it's much more varied environments. There's a a section where you go through the like church of unitology and it's all abandoned and scary. And you learn kind of more about this creepy, I mean, it's basically Scientology, but, but space Scientology, which I guess Scientology is already like space, but I thought Scientology (laughs) was space Scientology. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's not get into that, but, um, so yeah, there's some really cool varied environments and, Cool weapons. I mean, it's very good. It's a good engine. They do a lot of really fun stuff with anti-gravity now. You can, like, float and, like, move around in, in space. So they kind of add a, another dimension to movement. And it's still very scary. You know, sound design's great. Uh, what I will say, though, which is a big step downwards, is they gave Isaac a voice. In the first one, he's totally silent. Which is kind of... doesn't always work narratively, you know? Some people can't deal with that. But I, I kind of like it. For the certain games, I just think it works. You just kind of mm-hmm. have to suspend your disbelief and be like... I don't know. I, I don't mind it. I can totally understand why people do. And I think as stories get more and more ambitious, it's harder and harder to to take that seriously as like a, a trope. But yeah, voice acting so dangerous, you know, like, exactly. It's so yeah. hit or miss. And sometimes it's just so like fulfilling and enriching. And sometimes it is just the worst thing that can happen to a game. No, totally. And I think this is an example of that in that the voice actor is fine. He's it's probably not how I would have cast this guy but whatever the voice actor is not the problem but the writing is quite bad and like his dialogue makes no sense he always sounds like he's like mad when he should be scared and when he's supposed to be scared he just sounds angry like they've made weird emotional choices and then the actual writing is very weird like super intense shit will happen to him and then he'll just hop on the radio and have like a normal conversation and that kind of weird characterization just really kind of undercuts the the really compelling environmental storytelling and like the sound design and all the stuff it does right it's so uh, yeah, I was a little disappointing. I'm like, man, I should have just left him silent and this whole thing would have been solved. But I totally yeah. get why it's harder and harder to do that, especially as EA. I, I think Dead Space was a surprise hit. So I think EA was like, you know, really got behind him. It was like, no, no, he's got to have a voice. He got to, you know, go big, go bigger, go bigger. We got to give the people what they want, man. Yeah. Uh, I like, think that's, that's why I, I like wanted. the I like the Japanese voice line so much. Yeah. It's almost like um, it's almost like good gibberish. You know what I mean? Like it's well acted. Yeah like language i don't understand so you still get like kind of the nuance of the voice acting without like having to act you don't actually like it's almost like background noise you know what i mean yeah and i think uh, yeah it's almost like phonetic like in animal crossing or something and again no obviously no disrespect to japanese it's more just since we don't understand it it's like a it's like you hear the emotion without being distracted by the actual language itself yeah absolutely um that's a good yeah, point well, well that's a bummer you didn't like the voice acting but you like the game yeah, and again, I like the voice acting, I just don't like the writing. But I, I, mean, I do like the game a yeah. lot. It's really fun. It's like very... Yeah, it's cool. It's really well done. It's really cool. I think the first one was too long, which is an odd criticism, but it feels like you're just kind of backtracking a lot. And 
by the end of it, I wasn't really scared anymore. I was more just like, come on. So I'm hoping this like, one's yeah. a little tighter in that way. As but, someone that doesn't play horror games, I feel like the majority of them are like, go through the, the area once and see all the scares. And then it's like, keep doubling back through that area now doing what the game is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, no, uh, totally. And that's, yeah. I think, like we've said before here, and I didn't come up with this, but like repetition is absolute antithesis to horror, right? Because like seeing, seeing something the first time is so scary. Seeing the second time, it's still kind of scary by the third or fourth or fifth time. It's not scary at all. It's just annoying. Or like where you know the jump scares aren't coming. You know, yeah. I, mean, I hate jump scares, but like once you kind of see behind the curtain and you're like, this guy, you know, this, yeah. this locker's never going to open. Okay. Like and yeah. if it did now, it would just be disappointing because totally. I've walked by it 10 times. Like I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've yeah. seen this fucking dog and pony show. And then there's of course sort of standard video game tropes where you're like, Oh, they're giving me a lot, awful lot of ammo. And they open a the door and there's a big room. You're like, Hmm, I wonder if a giant monster will pop out here. And of course it does. Uh, yeah, again, none of this is really unique. Yeah. None of it's really unique to Dead Space. And I think when it came out, you know, almost 10 years ago, it was probably not quite so tired. But uh, anyway, I'm saying a lot of negative things about it. I think just because everything else is quite positive. And I, it's hard not to compare it to the first one. And in most ways, it's better. It's a better game for sure. It's more fun, looks better, plays way better. Uh, I think even the environments are better. There's just some stuff that kind of went backwards. And then from what I understand, Dead Space 3 is quite, quite awful which is sort of sad. It just like EA just sort of chewed them up and spit them out, you know, that is very sad. But anyway, so that's been fun. I'll, I'll, I'll probably it's, I'd imagine it's pretty long too. So I'll probably play it again this week, but I also played a shitload of persona five, which I, I assume that would, yeah. it's going to be like the next month. Every well, <laughs> well I don't know. I've already at 40 hours. So I'm about more than halfway done with the game. Wow. I think so. You're I burn it down. I really am. Yeah, I think it's funny how much easier it is the second time. A, because I just know exactly what I'm doing. I know sort of who I want to talk to, when, and like how to get around. Mm. Uh, so it's definitely going faster, and it's man, it's fun. It's so good. I just uh, sort of rescue Futaba, and I'm doing all that stuff, which is cool. I do feel like the first, you know, twenty hours of that game, like on your first playthrough, are like, all right, how does this like conversation yeah. system work? And- yep. And how do I I like fast travel? Exactly. How do I fast travel? Like, um, not knowing kind of how to how to tackle the dungeons, or you know, like, yeah, absolutely. It's really fun playing through again. I can't wait for you to do it eventually. It's like a, it's really cool. And there's a lot I don't remember. So, yeah, it's so good. I'm having a blast with it. Uh, The character. That's a game though that I do. I do use the English voices because I I think I played through originally with the English voices and they're quite good for the most part. Like ninety percent of them are really excellent. And then I tried this time to do Japanese, but since I'd already done it in English, it, it all sounded wrong and weird. So despite it being a Japanese game, I'm actually have been enjoying the English VO, mm. which I'm sure annoys the shit out of you. It doesn't annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> just disappointing. Dubs not subs, bro. Yeah, it's just not how it's not how I would do it. But it's it's I, normally not either. Like Persona Four, I think I used the Japanese, but it's because I'd already done it in English. It felt very strange to hear everyone's voice be totally different. Yeah, and you know, it's a lot of it is the uh it's the the ambiance of that game is so good. You know, yeah. it's like you don't kind of want to divorce anything from it, especially if like you already have like a known quantity for it. It's yeah. like it can only and, be subtractive to take away from what it is. Totally. And again, the voice acting is very good. Like all yeah. the main characters are excellent. Even Ryuji who I don't like his character, the voice actor totally nails it. Um another funny thing about it being in English is they're often talking about English. Like, Anne's the only one who can speak English, so a lot of times they'll be saying, like, oh, I can't read English, what does it say? And then, but the whole time they're speaking English, which is kind of yeah. fun. It's a little trippy, because it's such a Japanese game. That's really um, funny. Yeah. And then I played a lot of Final Fantasy. And are we going back? Are we doing I the 15 again? I think we might have again? to go back, but I'd like to hear what you played first. Okay, okay. Uh, what did I play this week? I played, actually, a lot of Hearthstone this week. Oh, interesting. Um, I never yeah, know I what you're going to play. I never know what I'm going to play either. Uh, honestly, like I've been in kind of a, a game funk of like, ah, what do I want to play? I'll, I've been playing 10 minutes of a lot of games and yeah. just being like, I don't want to play this I've game. I've 100% been there. I'll go through those phases too. Which is like, you know, I, I jumped into Warzone today, played one match, died instantly. It was just like, <laughs> I don't want to play this fucking game. This isn't what and, I wanted. And, you know, it's because I wasn't even trying either. You know, like, I was barely even paying attention to it. And of course, you know, you die right away like that. Um, and same thing happened with a few other games this week, like Valorant, kind of the same thing. Um, and so I was just like, I'll just play some, uh, some Hearthstone, right? 
and uh yeah it's it's a good card game man like it is i, I get the people don't like the collectathon nature of it and i i think it's pretty predatory in its own way but um because i've had an account forever like i booted in and a bunch of my cards had gone like wild or um you know i had a bunch of dust and so i just crafted a deck and got into it and man i love that game it's so fun it's such a good time killer like competitive game it is Um, and the fact that it's so cross-platform you know it's platform agnostic and it works so well it's so cool like i do love that i could just bust out my phone play against someone on a mac like it's so simple but it's it really helps sort of the accessibility and casual nature of that like that's a really good game to play on your phone while you're watching a movie or whatever right yeah i just sit in bed and have it on my laptop and just kind of sort of pay attention and play while i'm watching a movie or like yeah it's uh it's such a good game and uh, you know i will say the thing about that game and i was kind of having another conversation i was actually talking to my friend we're playing league of legends and we're talking about how much i uh i hate some of the voice lines in that game in league because they're they're crazy conversational i actually was thought about like having some up to queue up but a lot of them are like um like a character like talking to themselves but having like full sentences or (laughs) are like naming people you've never heard of and like you know talking about how they'll get vengeance for them and stuff and it's it's so um god it it just sounds it's so cringy to listen to you know like it's not impactful at all and um and you look at Hearthstone and the voice lines are just these silly one-off quips and they're so memorable and so interesting and so fun, you know? And it's like, Oh, like this is what you need. And, um, you know, our example is how apex voice lines are kind of similar. It's these quick little quips about, you know, killing people or, you know, like looting stuff. And, um, it's not these like, well, except for Bangalore, but it's never these like deep impactful, like, you know, uh, you know, none of it's supposed to have meaning. And, uh, and yeah, like it's so good. Hearthstone. I, I love the voice lines in that game. I think blizzard's excellent at that. Like I actually played a little bit of Starcraft and it was the same deal. I'm just like, God damn, they did such a good job of like giving these characters who just have a few lines. Like they have so much character with these hilarious things. They say, even when they're not funny, they're like, they're just good. It's same with Diablo one and two. Like I remember you just click on anytime you like go into a dungeon or start a level, they'll say something either awesome or hilarious. And they're just, yeah, they're really good at that. Yeah, like, I could still, like, you know, like, you know, be a fire bat and, you know, like, let's bird and, you yeah. know, like, like all that stuff. for an like, exterminator. It, yeah, it sticks <laughs> with you so hard. Yeah, for sure. Like, that's, like, 20 years old and I still can hear it crystal clear. And, you know, and it's crazy that, you know, like, you think about, like, um, you know, like a ghost, like the ghost character or, like, medics in uh, yeah. StarCraft and how they became, like, these, like, full-on characters based on four or five, yeah. you know, voice quips that, like, Oh, this one's my favorite. I like this this character so much, and it's like yeah. they don't even say anything, but it's just done so well. <laughs> yep, and it's so fun, right? Like, uh, yeah, totally. I think th- they do such a great job at it. Agreed. Yeah, and Hearthstone is kind of the king of that. Yeah, Hearthstone is the king of that. Um, what else did I play? I played some Final Fantasy fourteen. Nice. Um, because you know that's what I play. Because because um, it it good. Because it good, and that's that's what I do. Um. <laughs> I also I bought a game on early access and oh. I don't know if it's a good game. That's neither here nor there. But it's called Brick Rigs. Have you ever heard of it? No. So it's like um it's like a Lego like um online multiplayer kind of like you you know like Lego reminds, Island? What? No, not like Lego Island. It sort of <laughs> reminds me of like uh uh what's a kind of these like physics games where you kind of host like a 16 man server and everyone comes in and you can like import things you pre-built like cars and airplanes and helicopters and stuff but they're all lego bricks and uh you know you can like build a gun if you want to or like uh but you know and you just drive around fly around you kind of it's all like makeshift like make up your own little races or uh there's like a zombie mode i think and uh it's 15 bucks it's dumb, um, but if you got, you know, five friends and, uh, you know, you're stuck in quarantine, it's a, it's a pretty good time to get our voice and, uh, you know, race Lego motorcycles that can, don't control very well. 
Yeah, I could see that. I think like the expectations for games right now are a little bit different because you can totally forgive one as long as it's like a nice social space to hang out in. It really, mm-hmm. it could be real shitty, but as long as it's that, not to say this game is shitty necessarily, but like. It's kind of shitty. Yeah, fair enough. But it's like, uh, yeah, and the expectations are kind of different, right? It's like, I just want to, it's like almost like it could be any game as long as the voice chat works. <laughs> and I will say it's very well reviewed. It's a good kind of shitty. Like, you know, like, yeah, don't take it the wrong way. When I say shitty, I don't mean it's bad. I mean, it's, it's not a good game. It's a fun game, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what made uh, you buy it? Just out of curiosity. It sounds so, um, I had a group of friends playing it. And uh, so okay. I was like, Oh, I'll play it. And we played it for like a night. And then uh, they never played it again, but I've jumped in a few times since just to, and you can get download like anything pre-built off the Steam Workshop, right? Like there's like mechs and uh, bombers and, and, you know, fire trucks and anything you can want, you can get off the Steam Workshop. Can you get a Gundam? I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, You can, I haven't looked yet. I downloaded other mechs, but not Gundams. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to disrespect Gundams like that. (laughs) But putting them in a shitty game. Yeah, are having shitty versions of them. That would just some, be, it would be utterly rude. Yeah, it would be so rude. Um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I played a little Animal Crossing, of course. Oh, yeah, me too. That's what you do. I actually, um, I actually played a little Splatoon 2, oh, but nice. not that much. I just, I don't know. I was just installing stuff on my Switch. It was like, I should try Splatoon 2 again. Um, sad thing is my, um, my save didn't like cloud back up. So I'd start all over again. So well, that's kind uh, of fun, though, isn't it? Because like that game uh, doesn't have much of an end game, does it? Well, it's all about my problem is it's all about collecting clothes. Yeah, and so like I don't want to find all my amiibos again. Like I have all those Splatoon amiibos somewhere. Yeah, right. And so I don't want to like find them and have to rescan them all, or like you know the clothes kind of rotate in randomly. Uh, So a lot of that stuff I'll just never find again. But I don't really care now. So uh, so it's fine. But. Uh, that was sad, but I played it. It's a good game too. That's yeah, kind of. I've never played either. I'd like to check it out sometime. It's it's really good. Um. So with that being said, it's time once again to return to the America's favorite segment, <laughs> the Final Fantasy 15. I heard you played uh, some Final Fantasy, but not the uh, one you're thinking. Week. Well, actually, I did play a lot of Final Fantasy 14, but uh, of course you did. We're not here to talk about that. What are we here to talk about? This time, we're here to talk about a little bit of Final Fantasy twelve. Final Fantasy twelve, Like, yeah. Where would you put that in the echelon? I don't know even. Echelon. Why does it sound weird when I say it right now? It's a weird word. Where do you put it in the echelon of Final Fantasy games? Well, I can tell you this. I never beat it. I remember I had a roommate in college, and he played the shit out of it. He was really into it. I liked it. I had it on PS2. I still have the Steelbook. I remember that was that was a game I actually got on you know midnight release because I loved ten so much at the time. Um, and then yeah, I never beat it. I think it burned me out because it's kind of out there. And then I bought it on PS4 as well and tried again and really bounced off of it. But then lately I wanted to play it on the Switch, so I found it for really cheap on the Switch. Um, and man, that's a great fit for the Switch. Is it a good game? Though? It's that's a it's a know. it's an extremely good game. The thing is, it's fucking weird as hell, which I know everyone kind of knows. But it, it, what's cool about it, and also I think why it's not super accessible, is it's from the, it's from the Ivalice people. It takes place in Ivalice. So it's the same. I don't, I don't think it's the same director, but it's like the same team from Tactics and Vagrant Story. And I do think there's some FF14 like, crossover there in terms of like architecture and design. But those games really do feel very different than, than the other Final Fantasies. Like when you think of Final Fantasy X versus Final Fantasy XII, they're profoundly different games. One is way more systems heavy. It looks totally different. The writing is way more complex because it's all about like the political landscape. It's much more like tactics in that way, where it's really focused on like the power relationships between different kingdoms, uh, mm-hmm. much more so than like, you know, spunky, spiky haired teenagers. There's still some of that for sure, but it's much more about like the place instead of the people, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's, that makes sense. I mean, I feel like, uh, Tactics kind of has some of that too, right? Yeah, like, for sure. It feels very similar, despite them being totally different. Like, there's a lot of similar themes, and same with fourteen. I think, like, especially the architecture and the uh, the real focus on like the power dynamics between the kingdoms. That's all here. 
It's also very beautiful. Uh, you know, it's old game, and this is a, a basically an HD remaster. It's not a remake, but it still looks cool, man. Like the textures are really complex, and uh, the music is incredible, but very weird. And the battle system is awesome. It definitely takes some getting used to, and it's definitely strange. But uh, I think I wasn't in the right headspace to deal with it when I was younger. It's definitely very complex, and it does not fuck around. Like it's way harder than I was expecting. I burned through like all of my healing and all my potions against the first boss. And normally, a first boss, you're like they're gonna go down pretty fast, right? Yeah, it's like this, a tutorial this, boss. Yeah. This fucking fire horse was just roasting my people. And the, the systems are super complex. It kind of explains stuff, but it really does not hold your hand. And it does not fuck around. It's like pretty serious. So all of those things, it's like the cerebral story and the real systems heavy stuff and the license board. And then the, the, the difficulty. I could see why I bounced off of it when I was younger. But uh, so far, I'm really, really enjoying it. I think I'm like six hours in, so I still have a long way to go. But I definitely feel much more invested in it than I ever have. And the fact that you can fast forward time is huge. Yeah, I've heard that the one thing I know about Final Fantasy 12 as a person that never played it is like having the ability to fast forward is like a game changer because like, grind, like there was very grindy, I guess, was kind of the initial response. No, totally. And, and with the Gambit system, you don't really like if you want, you can automate all the combat, which is very cool because you just set up like systems. You know, it's basically if this, then that and you can have as many as you want. So if you if you're playing it a certain way, you can basically it's pretty hands off. So grinding would just be kind of running around and occasionally healing. Um, and also movements kind of slow. The battles are kind of slow. But yeah, if you could fast forward, I, I, it's amazing how huge that is as an addition to like JRPGs in general. Pretty much all JRPGs now have some version of that or even old even ports of older ones will sort of add that. And it's fucking great, man. It makes it so much better. It just it just feels like it's not wasting your time anymore. You know, and they could turn off whenever you want. But if you're just like, I got to run through this shitty desert I've seen a million times and fight a bunch of foxes on the way, uh, you just fast forward and it goes three times as fast or maybe it's twice as fast. And it's just, it feels, it feels so much better. You're just like, ah, I'm not wasting time. Like I'm actually always doing something cool instead of like slowly running around. Yeah. It's crazy. The stuff we used to put up with in JRPGs. Yeah. Random can, battles. Like I can think of the times now. where you'd be like in a dungeon and you knew you didn't have like you needed to go back, right? You didn't have potions or something. Yeah. And you'd have to like walk out of the dungeon, like having yeah. random battles the whole way back, you yeah. know? <laughs> and just like Or use a precious, it, like precious item. Yeah, that's like yeah, it's crazy that stuff like that that we thought was just gameplay at the time, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like random battles. This game does not have random battles, which is nice. The other thing that's cool is the voice acting in this is also very, very good. Like uh Balthira has an awesome voice. Fran's voice is very strange. It's like, I think it's like Icelandic, maybe. She has a very Fran interesting... is a character? Yeah, Fran. She's a Vera. She's like a oh, rabbit lady. I, rabbit think she was a, I think she was the first one. That, that was like when they invented her. She no, looks I think she... had rabbit girls, too. Oh, really? She looks pretty ridiculous, like I will say. It's definitely not a game. Like, if I was playing it and someone walked in, they'd be like, what the fuck are you playing? I'm like, I know. She's really cool, I promise. I wish she didn't look like quite such a dumbass, but... But her character is awesome, and like I said, the voice actor uh, has a really cool voice, and it's very like kind of exotic. It's very interesting. So, yeah, I played I played it a fair amount, and having like I said, having it on the Switch is great. Like I just play for you know half an hour before bed every night, and it's so cool. I love I love being able to do that and not being kind of chained to a TV because I think I would have bounced off it yet again. Uh, so you're you're right. Uh, Tactics Advance had Vera. Twelve was before that. Okay, yeah, that's what I, I didn't remember any beer in, in tactics, but I all that to I say, just, I knew they were in a version of tactics. That's all I do. Yeah, it does have kind of an MMO vibe too. Like I think we've talked about before where the areas are sort of sectioned off just like 14. They're smaller, but it's kind of the same idea. There's even like the weird dots. Um, and then the combat sort of MMO like in a way, but I kind of like the fact that it's single player because, you know, there's an end. So and you don't like grouping anyway. Exactly. Yeah, I don't. Um, so, so far, I'm really enjoying it. I'd love to hear other people's thoughts, though. I know this is a very divisive game. A lot of people don't like it. I think a lot of people do. Definitely feels very different. It reminds me much more of, like, Vagrant Story than it does Final Fantasy X. Well, yeah, um, X's so different. I mean, ten is just... X's a weird game. It is a weird game, Let's but it has, it has a much more sort of, like, colorful and, like, playful, even though it's very serious at times, whereas this game is very dark, like, visually and thematically, and... uh it's just it's weird it's hard to explain it's definitely more complex and like systems heavy and 
I could see why that could be a turnoff if you were sort of looking for the accessibility of something like 10 or 9 for that matter. Do you play any Waka Blitzball or whatever in <laughs> no, it? There's no Blitzball so far. I'm sure there's some, I'm sure there's some card game, but uh, we'll see. God, Blitzball was so stupid. It was profoundly stupid. I hated it so much. That's part of the reason I keep wanting to play Vamos at 10 again, but then I remember Blitzball. I'm like, hmm, I don't think so. I feel like I literally stopped playing when I had to play Blitzball. Like, I was just <laughs> so like, this is the worst thing I've did ever you beat, done. Did you beat Vamos at 10? I think I did. Like, I don't, it's so hard to remember, like, you know, like what I, what I actually did, but I feel like I beat it because I remember buying it and it was like, I played it forever. So I'm pretty sure I beat it, but I don't remember any of the stories of those games after the fact, you know, like, yeah, I have such bad video game memory that you know you could tell me I beat it and maybe I did. You could tell me <laughs> maybe I, quit I, maybe I watched I a let's play. I don't know. Who knows? What's the <laughs> you, difference? Could, you could tell me I quit once Blitzball came in and maybe I did that too. <laughs> maybe you played a hundred hours of Blitzball. Maybe all I did was play Blitzball the whole time. Yeah, you load up your save. You're like five hundred hours of Blitzball. Holy shit! Yeah, I actually developed a mobile Blitzball game that I that <laughs> you I play, play on the go when yeah. you get bored of Hearthstone. Yeah, when I get bored of Hearthstone, I just play Blitzball nonstop. <laughs> well, I, that's what I mean, though. It is like it, it's definitely very different than 10. I almost wonder if like people didn't like 10, I bet they'd like this. But if you really wanted to like, if you wanted more 10, I guess you'd play 10 too. But if you didn't want to do that and you tried 12, I could see it being like, this is very different. Like it feels like a totally different game. 10 was such a strange point, I think, for Final Fantasy, right? Because they, they yeah. I mean, I think people liked it, but I don't think it was as well received. Well, I guess 9 wasn't. I mean, people liked 9. But I don't think people were very excited about nine, like they were about seven and eight. Yeah, I think um, nine was such a throwback. Yeah, so I think ten they tried to do like eight again, you know, in a lot of ways. Like, um, that's pretty at least different. Far, it's different, but I mean, as far as the style of storytelling, yeah. Uh, and I think people weren't that excited about it either. And then they really like diverged so much after that. Yeah, they just gave it to a totally different team. <laughs> like, yeah, they, well, they, they did, did like, an MMO, you know, and then they did yeah. twelve, and then. You know, the thirteens are a whole different can yeah, of worms. That's a but whole other thing. It'd be interesting to play through those again someday. Yeah. Um but not right, today. Well, <laughs> not today. Our final fantasy time is up. Let's take a quick yep. break and then we will jump into a couple news stories. Leo. Yo. What's up, man? <laughs> Not much. How are you? It's been a while. It's been probably about, I don't know, 30 seconds since we talked, according <laughs> to the listeners. Feels like uh, an hour. It feels like it's been at least two and a half minutes. But uh, <laughs> are you ready for the this big news we got coming today? Yeah, you know, it's a real busy news week these last few weeks, so we've, yeah, we've got to keep been, the people posted. It's been crazy. Elijah Wood played Animal Crossing. Yeah. That was like... That was I huge cannot, news. I cannot believe that how much that was reported. Yeah. It's like Elijah Wood is nice. Yeah. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's the whole fucking story. Elijah yeah. Wood is nice and plays a very popular video game. Who knew? Yeah. Everyone's buying turnips right now or selling turnips right now. Okay. It is not newsworthy that a celebrity is selling turnips. Okay. That's that a celebrity was not a dick. That's the I'm waiting story. for the, the Christy Teigen uh, turnip <laughs> selling story because that, that's going <laughs> to really catch fire on Twitter. That's coming in hot. That is going to come in hot. Um, so first story from Ars Technica from Kyle Orland. Um, Riot addresses kernel level driver concerns with expanded bug bounties. Uh, this is about Valorant. So people um, have been pretty uh, out on Valorant's anti-cheat system. So when you install Valorant, it requires a reboot of your system. And that's because it, <coughs> excuse me. It uh, installs a kernel-level driver to scan for anti-cheats, and uh, people were upset, right? Um, now, just to be clear, kernel-level driver means it's running at, like, the OS level, or is it, like, underneath the OS? It's running at the OS level, right? Okay. So it's basically, it's it's executing kind of at the at the base level. There's no, like, uh, yeah. there's nothing between it and uh, the operating system. Which could potentially be exploited, right? I mean, that seems like it's a pretty it's a pretty deep deep dive into a computer system. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kernel level exploits are generally, I think, how most um, system hacking is done. You know, like yeah. I think as far as especially like if you think of like a console mod or hack, right? Yeah, those 
are primarily based on some type of kernel level exploit, right? Because once yeah. you once you have access to code operating at the kernel level, yep. and you can kind, kind of break it open. Yeah, well, any kind of protections put in place, uh, you've kind of uh, are abstracted, right? You're kind of below that level already. Yep. Um, which is which is why they're trying to use it to detect for cheats. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's been that successful. People are still cheating at this game um, because they put out a statement last week saying that they've been banning cheaters, um, which kind of, to me, is like, then why are you, you know, like if there people are still cheating, then why are you uh, accessing such a um, sensitive part of a player's computer? Um, yeah, right. So people were pissed, right? People were upset. Um, and their response has been to uh, offer a bounty program um for anyone that can find okay here's i'll read the statement uh uh it is riot says it is putting our money where our mouth is with an expanded bounty program offering money for the discovery of vanguard vulnerabilities vanguard is the anti-cheat um let's see if there's any other quotes in here uh there's not not really um but it's uh I, to me i think the the thing that surprised me about it is it's kind of and I think it's very riot, right? People complain. People are upset about like a legitimate grievance. And kind of their response is always like, we'll help us, you know, kind of will help us do this shitty thing and you know, we'll pay you for it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and throw, it's throw money at the problem. Yeah. Throw money at the problem. Make it seem like they're the good guy, but don't actually change anything, you know? Yeah. And uh, it seems like this is such a, a corporate kind of, uh, riot ideology. Uh, I feel like this is how they uh, how they handled all their sexual harassment cases. Yeah. I feel like um, you know they just feel like they know better than anybody. And uh, and you know if you want to get on board, you might be able to make a few bucks. You know, and I think that really sucks. Yeah, the whole bounty program. Like I understand where it comes from. I know a lot of you know. I think both the CPU manufacturers do it, and I, I understand the value in it. But for something like this, a video game, it does feel a little like it's just kind of shitty. It's like outsourcing work, <laughs> essentially. It's like I don't know. The whole thing is weird. Also, it's a fucking video game. Like I don't know. What do you think about cheating in in like online games? Um, you know, I think it's it's funny. I think it's far more. Um... It's it's weird. I think that there's this view of players that like everybody's cheating, um, but that cheating's like hard or something. And I will say this: a lot of people cheat in video games, right? Like it is super common. When I was a teenager, don't judge me for this because I was a teenager. Okay, <laughs> I'm so excited to hear what this is. The, you're hearing it here first, folks. The confession. I don't want to make this confession now. I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like I'm opening myself up to uh to things i shouldn't but Listen, man, if people don't hate you then you're you're doing something wrong so that's true and honestly i welcome your hate to be fair so <laughs> it makes you stronger it makes me stronger when i was a teenager i used to cheat at counter-strike all the time <gasps> um and it was funny i mean everybody cheated at counter-strike like yeah um uh, it was funny once you started cheating you realized everyone was cheating right because <laughs> yeah because you can see it because you can see it like you, you're spectating everyone else that's playing and you know you can see through the walls while they're playing like if you die right like you can see the you know a lot of them would put like a box around players that was like red right so you could like just see that box through the walls and you would see them like lining up on the head of the box right and then yeah. like coming around a corner like lined up and taking that shot or you know like just always knowing exactly where people were exactly you know where they <laughs> were positioned what they were doing if they were reloading and uh and, you know, it was very prominent. I think it still is very prominent. In my adult life, I have never really cared enough uh, to be good at a game to cheat. Um, I will say I got uh, I got one of my Overwatch accounts banned for running um, auto hotkey scripts, right, to, to automate some actions hmm. um, that were uh, unhumanly fast, right? Yeah. Uh, just because they were easier, like, uh, like soldier, like burst firing, or like... Uh, there was this roadhog uh, thing where you would shoot hook shoot real fast, <laughs> right? Um, and I don't think the I wouldn't really consider those like cheats, even though I guess they kind of are. I guess but, Blizzard uh, Blizzard would disagree. Yeah, Blizzard would disagree. And you know, if players report you, like that's that's a thing, right? Like whatever. I wasn't upset about it, right? Like at this point, it, it's not really a big deal. But uh, but you know, I, 
I think a lot of people do it. I don't really care about being good at games, you know, so I yeah. it's, it's not a big deal to me. But um but yeah, I get it. It happens a lot and um you know, I just think that landscapes it's so interesting, right? It's such a a strange like battle between these like these hackers that really don't I guess they can make money now. There are like purchasable game cheats, right? But um I don't think they make a lot of money and they're kind of fighting against these like multi-million dollar sometimes billion dollar companies right uh trying to develop these these hacks right it's so strange it is i i'd never cheated on like an online game i've certainly done my you know fair share of single player cheating i still do sometimes i think it can be really fun can give like new life to a, a game um but i remember i did when i was in college boy it's all coming out today huh wow um, when I was in college, I didn't have any money, so I did pirate a lot of games. And I always did my best to buy them eventually. Um, and now I don't pirate games because it's just so easy to get games, which it's a different conversation, but I think that corner has kind of turned, which is nice. Um, but it was the same deal, right? Like, it was just all the hackers trying to... It's like all the hackers in the world trying to overcome a DRM of some kind. And of course, they're going to win eventually. It's just a matter of time. And it was like, sometimes, sometimes the games would be cracked before they were even released. Um, and it was just the same thing of like, you can't, if all the hackers in all the countries are really trying to get through your software, like, I'm sorry, but it's going to happen eventually. And it's kind of the same thing here. Yeah. I think the thing with this is, you know, I think what makes it kind of newsworthy is that, you know, I think riot kind of feels this, um, like such a sense of entitlement, right. Yeah. To be kind of judge, jury and executioner over like even your own personal property. Um, if you play their game, right um so here's a quote from like a a riot security representative is what they call it in the story um we'd never let riot ship something we couldn't stand behind from a player trust perspective um players have every right to question and challenge us but let's be clear we wouldn't work here if we didn't deeply care about player trust and privacy and believe (laughs) that riot feels the same way we're players just like you and we wouldn't install programs on our computer (laughs) (laughs) the utmost confidence in like i I just i don't know how you like i don't know how you say that right for one abstracting yourself from the from the company you work for right yeah um i think is such a such a strange uh tool right to use in this kind of uh situation to be like uh you know tony would never (laughs) if i didn't trust tony right (laughs) Then I, I wouldn't be, be here Tony. right now, okay? But <laughs> I wouldn't I, be Tony if I didn't do exactly what Tony does. But I have the utmost faith that Tony <laughs> would Tony. never, <laughs> would never handle your property inappropriately. And yeah, if I believe funny. in Tony, you definitely you should, should believe in Tony because I'm <laughs> yeah, an expert. Totally. I'm an expert. I'm a you know. I it's it's so but, strange, right? That is really funny. It's so like someone just telling you to trust them why because i'm trustworthy but you're the one telling me you're trustworthy that doesn't fucking count yeah no trust no trust them i trust them well you are them right Yeah, but you also work for them yeah but i wouldn't if i didn't trust them wait what (laughs) and especially because riot has seemed uh to do anything but earn our trust in the past few years they seem seem completely uninterested in earning like they're too they don't even it seems like they just don't give a shit at all they're almost like if riot was a person they would just be like a really rich douchebag who thinks that they are better like because they're rich you know what i mean like they're just it would they, be like yeah it'd be like so a rich weird. guy that hosts parties at his house that people go to right robson oh no and then he thinks that like because these people come to his like extravagant house parties with free food or whatever that like he's a good person because yeah. of it right like like no look at all these people you know like I'm great. And it's like, you're not, you know, you're a real, you're a real piece of shit, but people like your free stuff. But you have a nice house. Yeah. You have a nice house and people got nothing better to do than come to it. Uh, That's funny. But yeah, it's, I don't know, man. Riot seems to find every opportunity to gross me out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. They seem like, yeah. I don't, I don't don't know know much about Riot. Like I don't play LOL. I I really, I basically get most of my information through you or from, you know, just news sources so i am in no way attached to them at all uh, but i agree and i i don't like their games either like i don't like their aesthetic i don't like the yeah, yeah just, Valorant's cannot, ugly. it is ugly and like i think lol's pretty ugly too like i, I don't know i yeah, just don't get League it it does ugly. not it does not click with me at all like the none of it does so i feel very much like an outsider 
Uh, but it is still, it's always funny hearing these stories. It does not make me think any differently of them. I'll say that. Yeah. It's funny. Cause I played Dota forever. Uh, and Dota yeah. two and Dota two is beautiful. Like it's a really it? good looking game, uh, yeah. especially in comparison. And, um, I kind of stopped playing cause I had a group of friends at work that played league and I was like, sure, I'll play with you guys. Right. Um, but yeah, it took me a long time to adjust to how ugly League of Legends is, especially <laughs> in comparison to Dota, which is, in my opinion, a beautiful game. Um, yeah. But yeah, the games are ugly. You know, I think the thing <laughs> with Riot, and for better or worse, like like them or not, I think the thing that surprises me is how um, how quick they are to provide a quote that makes them look like shit in every situation. <laughs> you know, and I think that's what's so shocking to me, right? It's there's always a joke to be made about their statement on any issue, and that's uh, pretty, uh, pretty lame for a company that has that much money to hire PR and has writers, infinite, you know, infinite to do a better job. Yeah, yeah, that is like, weird. They're so weird, man. They're so weird. It's just weird, right? Like, that's yeah. what, yeah. All right, uh, enough about Riot, and uh, just forget all the stuff you heard about us cheating and pirating games, okay? Yeah. It's Listen, this is a past. podcast. It was just we're just playing characters, right? Like Doctor Disrespect. Yeah, I'm Tony, uh, Tony Hacker, man. <laughs> all right, and Leo, oh, wow. and Captain the pirate. Leo of the <laughs> fucking Leo, Captain Arr. Leo Redbeard of the Pirates <laughs> Den. Right? Uh, it's not us. We're characters. Yeah. Um, second story. Uh, this is from the same site and author i didn't realize i pulled two from him but good job you won hey, the uh <laughs> you won the award for you win the tech that, app, uh yeah journalistic integrity award uh this is from ours kyle orland uh google wins victory royale over epic games snags Fortnite for google play well with headlines like that it's no wonder he's no like, wonder that's he's a, killing it over there at ours that one caught me too so i you know i can't uh I can't make any, I can't hate on it. Um, so if you're unfamiliar, um, Epic has For, had Fortnite is a game that you may have heard of. Fortnite is a game. It's called a battle royale. Uh, so Fortnite all this time has been operating um, as a game you sideload onto Android. Hmm. So on Apple, you have to install it through the, through the Apple store. Right, because uh, all, it's all shut down. Yeah, because there's no, really no other way to install uh, apps to Apple. You could, you know, there is a way you can sideload, but it's a far more intensive uh, process. Uh, but on Android, you can just check a box and then allow sideloading of APKs. We're um, love Android. I know it's it's a lot better. Um, but so Epic has had kind of its own launchers. Basically, if you go to the the Fortnite website on Android, it'll kind of guide you through the process of installing Fortnite on your Android phone. Um, huh. But as of, I don't know what day this went live, uh, as of this week, um, Fortnite will now be available on the Play Store. Tim Sweeney is not happy about it, but, um, you know, right here it says Epic already, they got 15 million Android downloads in 21 days without Google Play's help, Jesus uh, but they gave up. So they're going on the Play Store. Um, here's their statement. Google puts software downloadable outside of Google Play at a disadvantage. Through technical and business measures such as scary, repetitive security pop-ups for downloaded and updated software, restrictive manufacturer and carrier agreements and dealings, Google public relations characterizing third-party software sources as malware, and new efforts such as Google Play Protect to outright block software obtained outside the Google Play Store. Wow, that's that's heated. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that. That's fucking unbelievable coming from Epic. Yeah, like, and it's unreal from, from coming from Epic as they launched their game on that store, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. It's crazy, right? Like Tim Sweeney's a fucking madman, for better or worse. Like <laughs> love him, <laughs> he should, or hate he should him. go work at Riot. Yeah, love him or hate him, that guy is a madman. Yeah, and, he's out there. Uh, but, you know, and I will say, as someone who has sideloaded apps before, there are pop-ups and stuff, but, you know, I think they're kind of misrepresenting, you know, um, kind of uh, permission allowances and warnings about sideloading apps, you know, as... Well, some, and also, you know, like, fuck off. Like, Google, it's free. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't understand this mindset that you get to complain about something that's free. Like, you, 
I, I understand wanting it to be better, but like if you're making a shitload of money by using Google's operating system and running your game on it, you're going to get mad that they're not like capitulating to everything you want them to do. Like it's fucking bizarre, you know? I'd be like coming yeah. to someone's house and like making a bunch of money there and then complaining because they're like don't have the right toilet or something. That's a weird analogy, but you know what I mean? It's so entitled and like bizarre. It's like, man, you got 15 million downloads using this operating system that I assume you didn't have to pay anything for. And you're yeah, mad well, because they like make it a little bit harder because they want to profit from it. It's very strange. Or because they warn you that this food might be poisoned. We didn't make it. You know yeah. what I mean? And we didn't, yeah. we didn't have no idea what's in it. Right. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. Weird. And, you know, I, it's funny. Like you see a lot of people or I've seen through discussions about this, like kind of shitting on the Play Store because, you know, I think they take 30 percent. I think Apple does the same. Um but you know, I think they make a lot of these comparisons that you know any kind of any kind of home software developer can get a an app published on the Play Store, and there's a lot of crap, right? But yeah. you know, these big games kind of subsidize the cost for those things, right? Like, like yeah, those things can go on and don't make any money and end up costing Google money. But to compare something like uh, like Fortnite or Clash Royale to to those apps, right? Yeah. Um, you know, someone's got to pay the cost to keep the lights on for these things to for server storage, for cloud backups, for, you know, uh, to market the store, all these things. Right. They got to make their money somewhere and they make it off big games, big high profit games like these uh, yeah. to keep it free and open. Right. And um, and, you know, to be like, no, we want it free and we want you to do all the things we say. And we want it to be, and to be, yeah, to, for there to be no security things. Like, make, yeah. it, make a special exception for us. Yeah, it's, it's fucking And then again, nuts. this coming from fucking Epic Game Store. I mean, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the pop-ups and the weird-ass UI, and like, it's just funny them getting mad about, like, third-party software being treated badly when their third-party software fucking sucks. Yeah, and it's, just, it's a Yeah, it's just a bizarre... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're, like, notorious for their weird, underhanded business practices, like... <laughs> it's just funny talk about the pot calling the kettle black and i'm not a, a defender of google like i i don't think there's some you know being victimized here by any means i don't think they need my defense but it's just funny to for epic to be mad at google for not making it even easier for them to make millions and mi hundreds and millions of dollars from their free operating system it's very yeah. weird yeah i think the story is funnier than anything right because i it don't think google funny. really cares yeah about they, yeah they don't epic's care. statements you know what i mean it's like it's like okay, well, we don't go, care if you put your yeah, game on our store or not. Yeah, exactly. And, don't and now that you do, it. like, just keep your fucking mouth shut and put it on the store. Like, <laughs> yeah, we and we'll need... all make hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, chill. Yeah. yeah, we don't need your fucking woe is me story about it. If you don't want to be here, don't be here, right? Yeah, and, and again, why aren't they complaining about Apple? I don't. Is it because there's no option there? So again, it seems so entitled because they're only complaining about the free one because it's not perfect. You know what I mean? It's so weird. I did not yeah. see them complaining about Apple. Why not? Because they don't think they can change exactly, that. You and know because what I mean? yeah, because they have no leg to stand on there at all. And Apple would probably care even less. Apple would care far less, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, Apple would it's not. It's just give so a whiny. Shit. Ooh, makes me. They suck, man. And because you know, despite the thirty percent, Apple probably generates them a shitload of revenue, probably more than yeah, uh, Google does, right? Yeah, I'd imagine Apple so. Use, Apple users spend more money according to every metric, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, you know, they're like, oh, this is a, like, let's not jeopardize this relationship. Uh, but fucking, we hate you, Google. We, we hate, hate your you. free service yeah. that makes us a bunch of money. We hate you so much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but also, but also, please put our stupid game on your app store. Yeah, Tim Sweeney's a fucking madman. All right, he like, is, man. it's the he's the craziest fucking person that exists. I for a long time I was kind of a hater, and I think I'm. Now that as he loses popularity, I'm really turning the corner <laughs> on uh on you know how I feel about the Sweenster. At and, least he's uh, at least he's entertaining. He's very entertaining, right? Like I'm kind of into it in like a Trump sort of way, you know, like like this uh this kind of cocksure uh energy, right? Where it's is entitled fucking cocksure yeah. energy is um it's fun to watch if anything it's, right it's very it's very interesting and amusing yeah it's like um, if a nerd became the like the quarterback of a football team you know what yeah. i mean he's like the 
I'm the fucking strongest nerd. (laughs) I will say the difference, I think, between Tim Sweeney and someone like Trump is like at least Tim Sweeney. uh, Unreal is a fucking awesome game that he made. You know, like he at least does have chops and he like created something. And then it like spiraled into this crazy thing. Now he's ahead of this giant. But even that's fascinating, you know, like it's not like he's an outsider. You know, I think it's cool that he paid his dues and made a brilliant game. But now well, he's, he's just running, totally yeah. off his fucking rocker. It's pretty cool. It's fun. And he's running a video game store, not the country. You know, so yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's easier yeah. to you know to celebrate. It's easier his, to be entertained with. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's easier to celebrate his insanity. You know, but um, I, I think know, man, was, if if fucking Randy Pitchford and Tim Sweeney got together, that'd be a party. I mean, it was easier to to laugh at Trump before you know the current yeah. situation, right? When we weren't yeah, in exactly insane insane terror situation, but. Um, outside of that, yeah, like, uh, Tim Sweeney's a fucking madman. I'm kind of into it. Uh, I still hate that he buys games off of Steam and makes them his own, but now I'm I'm kind of into that too. I don't know why. I'm really turning the corner. <laughs> yeah, whenever I see his name in a headline, I'm always interested. I'll say that. Yeah, for sure. I want to see what he's gonna say. You know, like, what's he gonna do? What crazy um, shit is he gonna think of next? Uh, so real quick before we get out of here, did you see that Travis Scott Fortnite concert? No, I heard it was awesome, though. I did not see it. So I saw some clips. I mean, fucking... He looked really large. The worst thing is, you know, because it's a, a you know, a, a labeled artist, every video and clip of it has gotten taken oh, down, right? Yeah, that's, that's so funny. You, you can't really like see muted. it anywhere. Yeah. But um, I saw some clips, and it looks awesome. You it know? did look really cool. From what I understand, it was pretty awesome. I mean, I'm not a Travis Scott fan, like, so I think if it was music that I liked more, I would probably have jumped in to see it. But, um, you know, it's for kids, right? So it's like music for, you know. It's a, it's a fucking great idea. Like It is. It's such a cool Fort, idea. Fortnite's doing some pretty amazing stuff. Like, it definitely feels like it's, uh, it's thinking outside the box in some really interesting ways. And it's very futuristic in the way it's handling media. And it's cool. It's, I, don't, I don't play Fortnite, but every time I hear about this, or like the black hole especially, really made me just, it's so creative and so cool. To do that yeah. with the games as a service, and this is such a neat way to do that, and such a smart way to keep people engaged in a game that's starting to show its age, you know? Did you ever used to download Winamp visualizers? Oh, fuck yeah. I feel All like this time. is like the future of Winamp visualizers. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I can finally got to the next level. Uh, all right, so before we get <laughs> out of here, you got anything else you want to drop in with, Leo? No, man, I think we pretty much covered it. Bobby, uh, or not Bobby, Timmy, <laughs> do you want to be on? Door's always open. And Bobby. Yeah, I mean, Bobby too. And Randy. still open. You know, I'll t- I mean, I don't know about Randy. I'll be honest. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's the kind of energy we want to push here, but send me an email. We'll talk about it. We'll kind of put together an outline of what we'd want to do on the show, Randy. And as yeah. long as it's all copacetic, we could, we could work something out. So uh, podcast at gmail.com. That's for all of you listening or Bobby, Randy, or Timmy. <laughs> um, for all the relevant links. Uh, Tech Yeah Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, be safe out there and uh, just try and have some fun and play some games. Yeah, go play some games. <laughs>